This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Good evening, intrepid listeners. Thank you all for being here this evening. I am Claude, the maitre d' of Midnight Marinera, and it is with a heavy heart that I have assumed this role. We are gathered here tonight to, at long last, mourn the passing of our devoted leader and spinner of haunting stories, the Pastor Shade. Hold on a moment there, Claude. I beg your pardon? This is a wake, not a funeral. Can't you liven it up a bit more? Sir, I am as lively as any revenant can be. Well, try again. Bring some energy to it. Very well. I shall strive for it. (coughs) (coughs) We are supremely delighted that so many of you have chosen to attend this celebration of the Pastor Shade's, uh, um, life, I suppose. His existence, in the form you knew him as, was resplendent with moments of horror as much as joy, and the happiness his work oh, brought... for goodness sakes, move over! <laughs> Sheesh! Never hire an MC with only two settings. Grim, and slightly less grim. <clears throat> Welcome, one and all! You have come at a most opportune time, as tonight marks not only the anniversary of the Pasta Shades Crossing, but also the five-year anniversary of Midnight Marinera's opening. Yes, one could say the shadow of a tragedy hangs over us like a shroud, but every ending is just a new beginning. And as I promised, the Pasta Shade story is not over yet. And it is you, the audience, that will keep it going. Ah, splendid. More guests have arrived. Yay! We made it just in time! I'm never letting you in my hearse again. Aw, but I had so much fun. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Lady Killer, always a pleasure to see you. I'm sure it is. You're just lucky I care enough about this to let the recolor from hell tag along. That's me, right? We played Slugbug for six hours. You owe me big time. I'm sure I do. And hello again, Oregano. It's... Well, it's, uh, your presence is appreciated. Glad to hear it. It's kind of sad Midnight Marinara is pretty much kaput after this, but at least the intrepid listeners can start getting ready for Afternoon Alfredo taking its place. Yes, well, now that most of the shades are here, I think we can begin this wake properly. And by that, intrepid listeners, I do mean a literal wake. You think this'll work? I mean, I miss the pasta shade, but we all know how cranky the zeitgeist can get. And I sure as hell don't want to piss it off. As long as we have solidarity, I'm confident it will. Alright, let's get this show on the road. Hooray! Story time! Attended souls, I now direct your ears to tonight's main event. For this past year, you have heard the collected stories gathered from the Pasta Shade's travels. Prepared and garnished with the love and care you've come to expect from Midnight Marinera. Through them, you have kept the spirit of this show alive. Much as your thoughts and feelings sustain myself, the Lady Killer, and even Oregano's aspects through that enigmatic force we have oft mentioned, the Zeitgeist. Tonight, in honor of that spirit and the Pasta Shade's perseverance in the face of looming doom, we have prepared a tale that will surely wake the dead. Listen close, with mind and heart to this story of Halloween. And, more importantly, the day of the dead that follows. Do you believe in ghosts? 
souls unable to pass on, psychic projections, or even spirits that have never known true life. Our world has felt the strange presence of the supernatural, but do these entities really exist? That's what we aim to find out. Using state-of-the-art technology and scientific research, my team and I travel to some of the world's most haunted locations and maybe, just maybe, uncover the truth. I'm Norman Bledsoe, and along with fellow investigator Manny Mendoza and equipment tech Holly Parker, we're the Haunt Trackers. Never heard of you. Come on. We're the fourth most viewed paranormal research show in the country. Mm, not my thing. Always seemed forced to me. There's nothing forced about it. This is legit study, and we take our work very seriously. Hey, Norm! Do you want ranch or barbecue? Either. I don't really care. Just pick one. Manny's about to pay the bill for the repair, and I'm throwing some snacks <sighs> in. Barbecue. Whatever. I'm sure you do. Another way, your donut spare should last you a while. But don't do anything too reckless with it. It's meant to be temporary. Right, right, I get it. But we got somewhere to be before it gets too much later. Already been enough of a setback. Mm. Let me guess. Halloween tonight? Gotta be where the ghosts are? Halloween is a recognized night where anomalous activity increases, yes. You heading to Albuquerque? No. Somewhere a little more remote and a little more haunted. If you can, you should stop by tomorrow. They got a great day of the dead festival. I'll take that into consideration. All done with the tire? Yep. And we're burning daylight, so let's go. Thanks for the towing and the fix. No problem, man. Hope that doesn't set him back from your ghost hunt much. Hmm. Oh, and hey, be sure to make a big deal out of any tiny dust speck that could be a spirit orb. That seems to be what people are looking for anyway. Yeah. See, this is what we've become to people. A joke. Come on, Norm. You can't beat yourself up about what one dude at a gas station says. Have you seen our ratings? Ever since those Fright House fuckers got popular, we've been wallowing in neglect. People like gimmicks. And that's pretty much all that show is. You got a point, Ollie. Remember that one they did with the Lizzie Borden house? Does this ass make me look angry? (laughs) (laughs) They're still the ones getting into the primo haunts, Manny. Meanwhile... We're driving to some spot on the Rio Grande no one's ever heard of. You're the one who booked it, Norm. I did, but they reached out to us first. That hasn't happened in a long time. It's legit, right? You made sure it was legit? Yes, it's legit. Manny and I both did the research. Can confirm. At this point, we have to get whatever we can get. Good, because I want to get some B-roll while we're on the road. Okay, but can't we do the bulk of it as voiceover later? And miss seeing your irritated face? Don't worry about what's missing in post. Play it safe, Norm. Fine. You rolling? Rolling now. All right. So, we're currently in Sandoval County, New Mexico, and we're heading to a mostly neglected bend of the Rio Grande. Now, they say the spirit of La Llorona is supposed to haunt rivers all over the southwestern United States and Mexico. But if what we've been told is true, this is the spot where her legend began. Cue dramatic noise and cut away here. (laughs) Sure. Okay, that's the weird thing. What is? The whole, this is where La Llorona came from angle. Like, I know some of the stories say that she was from here, but others say Texas, and my mom always said Mexico. You said you did the research. They really are the ruins of an old pueblo there. I mean, anyone could say it was haunted by La Llorona. Yeah, but who actually does? The people here, they were pretty insistent this was the place where she was born and died. We'll get the details when we get there. And if it's not true? Does it matter? It's not perfect, but it's a good angle. We can at least set things up, see if we catch a few anomalies. It's an old village, there's bound to be some activity regardless. Plus, it's Halloween tonight! That's something. But I want to put more emphasis on how it's Day of the Dead tomorrow. We can make a note of it when it hits midnight. Because we're dealing with the Mexican ghost story? Hey, fight gimmick with gimmick. Dia de los Muertos isn't a gimmick. That's not what I'm saying, Manny. It's how we're going to need to frame this if we want to get some goddamn ratings. I'm not trying to step on your heritage. (laughs) What heritage? I'm from Bakersfield. But your family's from Mexico. Was being the point. I'm not the one you gotta worry about offending, Norm. I haven't celebrated Dia de los Muertos since I was a kid, but you need to treat it with respect. I know, I know. 
I've been rolling this whole time, guys. We are not using any of that footage. B-roll is B-roll. All right. This is the place. You weren't lying about this being off the beaten path. Hey, Manny. You said there was a Pueblo here. I don't see any buildings. Wait. Never mind. There's a bell tower above those trees. Right. There's not very much left of the original settlement. But the church was actually restored a few years ago. That's correct, sir. It was one of the few buildings that have survived relatively unscathed, and one of the first of many planned restorations to the site. <laughs> your haunt trackers? That's us. Hi. Cool. I'm Tony. I'll be your guide today, and we'll help you get set up. Fantastic. I realize we're a bit late, so we'll want to get our equipment there. And our van. Oh, and do you mind walking up and introducing yourself again? Holly, we gotta get this on camera. <sighs> Alright, hold on. Well... I'm afraid this is as far as your van's gonna go. You get to the Pueblo by boat. That would have been good to know about in advance. Were you the one I spoke to on the phone? Yes, sir. The site's historical and we don't want to risk a vehicle tearing it up. Wait, so we have to cross the river to get to the Pueblo? It is situated on an island. You'd have to cross the river either way. Ah, Charlie. Norm? Yeah. We might need to make a couple trips back and forth in that case. No problem. All right, I got it, and we can roll whenever. Okay, so Manny, you stand near the van. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk up to Tony and introduce myself, and we'll shake hands. Feel free to improvise, Tony. Um, all right. Speeding. And... action. Hey there. Hello. Welcome. And cut. That should be enough. (laughs) That was it? Not as good as if it was organic, but we missed that earlier. How are you doing on battery? It's fine. I'll just keep it on hand, right? Exactly. I don't want to miss anything. Tony, if you'll lead the way. Of course. Follow me. Shh. Easy for him to say. He's not the one that's editing. I'll give you a hand with it later. Better to just let him think I'm getting everything, no matter how pointless. Thanks. Don't mention it. You getting this, Holly? Uh, Yes, Norm. Okay. So why would the people who lived here build on an island? Because it wasn't always an island. This Pueblo dates back to before the Spanish occupation. So prior to that, it was just a riverside settlement of the Pueblo people. Here, as we get closer, you can see some of the older foundations right on the shoreline. I do see. Most of what's left are just walls. So, was it wiped out in a flood or something? That is correct. The river changed direction sometime in the late 1700s cutting part of what used to be a hill off from the bank. Now it's got the Rio Grande on all sides. And the church survived because it was on the hilltop. Correct again. Though also it was much newer than the rest of the Pueblo. Did this place have a name? We still don't know what the original people called it, but the Spanish name was Pueblo Caballo. Horse town. Seriously. <laughs> they were apparently very good at breeding horses, which is something that also factors into the legend. Oh, brace yourselves. Watch your step. I'm fine. Just don't drop the camera. Whoa. It's our only one now. Unless you plan on getting the other stationary cams on another trip. Can someone give me a hand? Here. I got you. Thanks. Do any of these buildings have power, Tony? (laughs) Most of them don't even have a roof. Uh, No, we don't have any electricity out here. I can work with the natural lighting for now. But we'll need to get to the generator from the van if we want to bring the lighting and monitoring. Too noisy. I'm definitely going to want the spirit box with as little interference as possible. So we're just resorting to night shot again. Great. We can go more minimum in that case. Should have enough batteries charged for what we need. Any chance we can set up in the church? Of course. It will do for shelter. How much activity have you personally witnessed here? I've seen things like shadows moving among the buildings, felt cold spots, and sometimes I've heard voices coming from the church when no one was there. What kind of voices? Like a lot of people talking very quietly. It's usually outside, but when I open the door, it just stops abruptly. Do you think it might be the voices of a congregation at Mass? It is possible, yes. Did they sound like they were praying, maybe for the spirit of La Llorona? Again, it's possible. And what about La Llorona? That's why your timing is good. I've heard her voice wailing in the night from across the river. But the only times were on the night before Dia de los Muertos. I asked you to come tonight because this is your best chance to witness her. 
Oh, this is good. You getting all- I'm still rolling, hun. Stop asking. Right, so, yeah. This church will make an excellent thematic backdrop for the explanation of the story. Manny, I'm gonna need you on camera for this. Why me? We talked about this. I'm just saying, Tony could explain why she's around here better than I can. It'll be more authentic if it comes from a member of our team. You grew up hearing about her, you have the connection with your- I get it, I get it. Here, is this in frame? Yep, step that way a bit. Now I can pan and get all three of you if need be. Hace eso mucho? <laughs> sí. Puede ser muy despistado. Chale. <laughs> hey, uh, care to clue me in? I figured I could offer a local historical context to the legend as Manny here tells it. Well, um, there's a lot of different versions, but the story I was always told was that she was a woman named Maria, and she grew up in a village near a river. She was poor, but also very beautiful. Many of the men in town were attracted to her. But Maria only had eyes for one man, a handsome rancher from a wealthy family. The story goes that Maria and this man fell in love very quickly and got married despite the differences, and Maria gave birth to two children that she adored. Then, her husband began to act more coldly as time went on, coming around less and less, and only really showing affection to his children. She was afraid that as her beauty faded, so did her husband's love. So she started wearing a white veil and a shawl to hide herself when she was out so that the sun wouldn't wrinkle her skin. One night, while Maria and her children were walking by the river, she saw her husband riding by in a carriage with another woman, younger than Maria. She watched her children run to their father, and he spoke to them but completely ignored her. Maria was so filled with jealousy and rage that she grabbed her children and threw them into the river. But as the current swept them away, she realized what she had done and dove in after them. All three drowned. Now because of what she did, her soul cannot pass until she finds her missing children. And her ghost wanders the earth, weeping and crying for them. My mom always told me and my cousins that if we stayed out too late at night, that Yorona might mistake us for her children and drag us away to be drowned. Sure beats any of the stranger danger warnings I got as a kid. Norm. What? That's close to the version I was told. The first time I heard it, Maria's children were bastards from a previous lover, and she drowned them to try to win over the rancher. As punishment, she was doomed to wear a horse's skull on her head like a mask for all of eternity. There's also the one that says that she's La Malinche. Ah, yes, the mistress of Cortez. So, like, which one is more definitive? I think that's the one we should focus on for the episode. I think what you should be asking is which one matches most with this place. At least that's what I want to know. Right, good call. So, why do you believe this is where it all happened? Let me show you. Come inside. We've had to replace a few things like the doors and the pews, but most of what you see is genuinely historic. This keeps getting better and better. Get a good angle. What I can tell you is, based on records we found when restoring the church and studying the site as a whole... The inspiration for the more modern telling of La Llorona came from here. We're working into converting this portion into a little museum. See the books in that case over there? This is an official church record. While these are journals we found kept by the Franciscan priests, most of the texts date back over 300 years. And luckily for us, they were in surprisingly good shape when we recovered them. Damn, that's awesome. The short version is that there was an indigenous woman living in this village in the 1690s who married a Spanish horse dealer after she converted to Christianity, taking the name Maria. We haven't found anything regarding her native name. Later, church records said that she bore him twins, a son and a daughter, and even later that the twins were drowned in the river by Maria, who was also found dead shortly after. But what's most interesting is the journals. There's entries describing a terrible crying in the night and children vanishing. One of them said it was even Maria's ghost causing everything. Any chance we can take a look through the books? They are artifacts and under the protection of the county. We already have transcripts of them, and I can pass them along to you. We'll take your word for it for now. We'll talk about it when the camera's off. You're the one that didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, what gives? Look, I know what people are interested in, and it's not footage of us just poring over a bunch of notes. Plus, I want to keep everyone with a clear alibi so we can corroborate things later without getting any preconceived details lodged in our heads. We can read them tomorrow. Fine. We'll do pickup or something on that later. 
Norm, if we're gonna be camped out here for the night... We'll want at least a couple of the stationary cams set in key spots and eyes on the monitor at all times. Most of the activity you've heard is in here, right, Tony? That's right. But if you're really hoping to witness La Llorona, you'll want to be outside. That runs the risk of interference. We need to make sure nothing gets in the way of empirical evidence. <sighs> but I guess we gotta try. That's everything? Pretty much. Thanks. Don't mention it. Just doing my job. Glad we got it all done before twilight. Now keep in mind, there's not going to be any return trips after this. If you want to grab anything else from your van, this is going to be the last chance. No, we're good. All right. I'll be back in the morning. If you need anything, Norm has my number. Good luck. That's a good shot. Him driving away. It really hammers home the idea that we're stuck here until daylight, huh? Yep. Unless any of us want to swim back. <laughs> it's no worse than the time they locked us up in the Halon Hill or in the cement factory in Claremont. I guess that's true. So, what do you think our odds are, Manny? Honestly, no different than anywhere else. We'll get the usual stuff, have to hype up the whole thing later in post, and, and it'll just be another episode. That's where you'll come through with the intercuts. You always manage to make those look good. <laughs> Thanks. At least someone appreciates my DP work. I can probably make a convincing Lorona for those shots if I throw on a white shawl and the shots of me walking are mainly in silhouette and blurred. <laughs> not, not your best Halloween costume. That'll be enough for the cutaways. I can get some good time-lapse shots of the church, too, with the sun coming up. Hey, you got it? Here's your precious spirit box. Are the cameras online? Just got the last one hooked up. Monitor's already running in the church. Good, 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 good. Uh, who's going to watch it while we're doing our first scouting run? I want all three of us to do a once-around first, see if we pick up anything ourselves before we hunker down in the church. All of us? I don't want to leave the equipment unattended for long. We won't. We'll do a lap around the island, poke into a couple of the ruins, and then come back. I want to make sure both Manny and I are on camera for it. All right. Fine. But if we get Poltergeist activity and it breaks something while we're gone, I'm blaming you. Wouldn't be the first time. Which? Poltergeist disruption or Holly blaming you? Both. But let's get serious. Holly, are we- Ask me if we're rolling one more time and I will huck this camera at your head. Alright. Yeesh. So with everything Tony's told us about Caballo Pueblo's history, the odds are good that tonight we'll find some sort of manifestation of La Llorona. Since this is a historic site, we have to go with the absolute minimum. So all three of us are on the hunt this time. Anyone here feel anything weird? No. Not yet. I thought you'd be more nervous, Manny. It's a ghost from your childhood. I mean, yeah, but it's just a story used to scare kids. Besides, La Llorona is only supposed to go after children. That's a relief. Do you think she would be angry if we tried to draw her out? Dude, I don't know. I imagine she's kind of miserable in general. Probably not going to make it much worse. Okay. But why do you think she'd only show up tonight? Why are you asking me? I'm no expert. I mean... If it's true, it could be because tomorrow's the beginning of Dia de los Muertos. Maybe she's able to come back like all the other spirits. Back to where she started. Cool. Norm, you're getting dangerously close to those leading questions you always ask. What leading questions? <sighs> I'm your partner, not a guest. Cut that shit out. Okay, sorry. What crawled up his ass? I'm just trying to get his perspective. You know, you can be really dense sometimes, Norm. What did I do? Let's start in that place. It's the closest foundation to the river. Alright, this works. I don't think we're gonna get much until it gets later, but it's worth a try. I'd say it's dark enough. Let me test the spirit box out. Is there anyone here? We don't mean any harm, we just want to know if there's anyone here with us. Is Maria here? If there are any spirits here with us, make a noise so we know. Any kind of manifestation at all. Can you please make yourself known? I think this pod's a dud, Norm. <laughs> oh, Jesus! It was just an owl, you guys. I saw you jump. This is why I hate working outside. Come on, let's see if we have better luck elsewhere. 
He's still out there? Yep, just caught him one of those stationary cams. <sighs> this is why we need an actual crew, not just us three. <sighs> Try telling Norm that. I have. Many times. We're never going to be hit if people can barely see what we're doing. We just don't have the budget to hire on more people. Or at least, uh, that's what Norm says. Does he seem... I don't know. More on edge than usual? <laughs> so it's not just me, then. I mean, you've known him longer than I have. Yeah, but this is Norm's stubbornness on a different level. He's gotten so obsessed with the show's numbers, and it's really distracting him from real investigation. It's been happening more and more lately. How much of it does he actually believe? Hmm? Like, in general, I'll be honest, I've always wondered how much of what he does is an act and how much is sincere. I mean, he claimed a demon gave him tinnitus. I want to say it's an even split, but I'm not sure either. What time is it? Couple minutes to midnight. Thanks. Damn. He's been at it for a few hours now. What are you doing anyway? Trying to read what's on the page in the display. At least they display the record book open to a relevant section. So let's see here. Maria's old name was either never recorded or lost. Which makes sense with who was keeping the records. But I find the name of her husband, Hernando Briseno. This page has a note about their wedding from February of... 1695. Nice. Anything else? Not anything that seems related to our would-be Yorona. Fuck this place. And nice to see you too, Norman. No luck? Dry as a fucking desert out there. We're in a desert. You know what I mean. I've been at this since sundown and there hasn't been a single anomaly. Either of you pick up anything here? Nope. No. Uh, of course. Maybe this was too good to be true, Norm. We did kind of jump on this one at the last minute. Yeah, because every other place we asked for turned us down. Shit. We gotta turn this thing around. Anything on the cams? Just the occasional bug flying by. Or dust you kicked up. Okay, Holly, can you get on the camera for a sec? Uh, yeah. Here we go. What are you thinking? I got an idea. Let me know when you're rolling. Rolling now. Anytime you're ready. Well, so far we haven't had much luck. But according to my watch, it is now... 12.02 a.m. on November 1st, meaning it is now the Day of the Dead. If all is as Tony said, then it's only a matter of time before La Llorona makes her presence known, and we have something for her that might get her attention. And cut there. All right, what's this idea? Keep the camera on. Manny, I need you. What's up? I brought a bunch of extra things just in case, stuff to draw La Llorona out. We're going to build her an ofrenda. Wait, what? I did the research and got everything. We got candles, and here's some marigolds. They're a little squished, but the camera shouldn't pick that up. And we got a couple of sugar skulls here. Norm. And a bottle of tequila. I also got some bread for the pan de muerto bit. It's store-bought, but should do in a pinch. Yeah, it's kind of minimal, but I got what we needed. Norm, are you being serious with me right now? Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? So I don't know the best way to set it up, but that's where you come in. We can pick a spot in here and start arranging. Maybe if you say a prayer in Spanish, it will make the environment more conducive to- Okay, stop. What the fuck are you doing? I'm asking you to help set up an ofrenda? It's your idea. Why are you asking me to set it up? Because it'll look- Look good for the camera. Fuck you. Manny, this isn't my heritage, and I'll just look like a douchebag if people see a white guy setting up an ofrenda. So it's okay to exploit the brown guy to do it instead? For authenticity? I don't know why you're getting so mad, dude. You told me not to make Day of the Dead a gimmick, so I'm not. I'm just asking you- You are! You totally are! Except now I'm part of the gimmick! Why does it bother you so much? I'm doing my best to be sensitive here, and you're blowing this way out of proportion. Hell, you were the one that said I didn't have to worry about you being offended. That was before you talked about spotlighting my ethnicity. And making me a stereotype! Stereotype? I am literally just asking you to be my guide to this process. Tradition is part of it. We're going to use the ofrenda to guide La Llorona home. Hey gang, let's calm down. I love that you assume that I know how to do this sort of thing. It's rich. I came here to do research, Norm. Not to play the magical Mexican for the show. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do to boost ratings, Manny? Huh? 
No one gives a shit about legitimate paranormal research anymore. They want to see something tangible, something other than orbs and weird pictures and creaks in the background. We have to work whatever angle we got, or we lose our jobs. If this is the kind of thing you want to do to get your fucking numbers up, then you can count me out. And you know what? You've been low-key condescending to me this entire trip. Seriously, you guys. You could have at least told me you wanted to pull this kind of shit beforehand. Why didn't you? Why didn't you tell your goddamn partner that this was something you were planning? Because I didn't think it would be an issue. It's a last resort. No. I think it's because you knew I would get like this. Both of you, shut up for a sec! What? Shh. It came from the box. Holy shit. That's the first I've heard anything all night! First I've heard anything from a period. Is... Is someone there? What is that? No fucking way. How is it coming across that clearly? Why did it... Manny? What is it saying? Holly, you better be filming this. I haven't stopped even when you were making an ass of yourself. Oh, good. Turn the box off! What? Just do it! No, are you nuts? How else are we gonna hear? Holly! Shut the fuck up and listen! It was never coming for the box. It's outside. Let's go! Oh god. She's right there. Where? There. On the riverbank. Ugh. Okay, now this is just amateurish. That's clearly just a person in a costume. What are you talking about? No apparition we've ever seen has been that clear. It's someone trying to scare us. I'm done with this. Norm, stop! Now what, Holly? Tell him what you see. (laughs) What for? Just tell me. I'm rolling. Uh, alright. It's a human figure wearing a long white cloak or gown and with a veil covering its face, walking on the edge of the river. Why? Because there's no one there on the camera. Uh, no. You must be pointing it the wrong way. Look, with the night shot, you should see her fine. I can't. There's no one there where you're pointing. But when I look up from the screen... (gasps) That's what I was afraid of. You're kidding, right, Holly? Why would I fucking lie right now? Look! What in the... Let me see. (gasps) She noticed us! Quiet! (laughs) Look, you don't have to try so hard. I get it. You're all in on this, too. This was all a setup to prove how much of a tool I can be sometimes. Well, there you go. I'm sorry. It's not a prank, Norm. It's cool, it's cool. No hard feelings. I'll take a picture to remember this by. Hey, Yarona, how about a selfie with me? Oh. Oh, no, uh... Run! Go, 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 go! Run! In there! Holy shit. That was a legit full-bodied manifestation. Yes, and you pissed her off. Why is it always my fault with you tonight? Forget it. Look, I've seen some crazy things while we've been doing the show. But this is something on another level. Manny? Manny? She's real. What the hell? She's real. How is how is that even possible? Look, Manny, it's fine. We just all kind of panicked. Whatever she is. She's like your own. She matches every freaking story I was told as a kid. Yes, and if that's the case, we should be fine, right? You said she only goes after children. I don't know. You saw the way she was flying at us. But we have a chance to make history here. We can interact with her. I am not. Going back out there to face her. Maybe we can communicate with her, record a proper communication with the dead. Need I remind you she doesn't show up on camera? Damn, you're right. Even on the playback? Can you check? (sighs) Oh my god, Norm. Frankly, I'm with Manny. I'm done. She clearly doesn't like us being here, and I'm terrified. I want to leave. Absolutely. We're not just dealing with an average spirit. Come on, you guys. It's not like she's a demonic spirit or anything. 
Exactly. She's worse. Now let's go. Uh, all right. I'll call Tony and he'll get us a boat out. We have to wait for him. How do we avoid her until then? I'll tell him to meet us on the opposite bank from her. It's not like we can't hear her coming. Fuck, I've got no signal. It was fine earlier. Then we keep moving until we can get a signal. What about the equipment? We leave it. We can come back and get it when she's gone. But we'd be safer in the church. It's hallowed ground. What if that doesn't affect her? What if she cordless us in there? Good point. Any luck? Still nothing. Damn it! Can either of you try? I don't have a signal either. My phone's dead. Fuck! Okay, we gotta keep moving. She's getting closer! We can't wait for a boat at this rate. Look, the river's a lot nearer on this side. We might be able to make it across. What? Absolutely not! You wanna keep playing ring around the Rosie with La Llorona? It's our best chance. If we can get away from the river... She might lose interest. We'd be on the opposite side from the van. Better than being stuck here. But I'm... I... I can't swim. You guys... Uh, Manny, take my phone. I'll go first, see if I can find a shallow path so we can wade across. But, Holly, you better be filming this because this is noble as hell. We gotta salvage something. Really not in the mood for sarcasm, Norm. Who said I was being sarcastic? I'm still angry with you, you know. We'll deal with that once we're in the clear. God, this water is cold. Jesus! Norm! Norm! The fuck was that? Did you see that? Someone's shooting at me. Get back to shore! I'm trying. Norm, it's your phone. It's Tony. Answer it. I'm almost there. Tony. Put me on speaker so you all can hear. That first shot was a warning. Try to cross the river again, and we won't miss. I'm sorry, what? It's nothing personal, really. We just can't allow you to leave Pueblo Caballo. No one will shoot to kill, but we can hop. Then your chances of running won't be so good. This is insane. If you're calling us, then I have a signal. I can use my phone to call for help. You can't. Selective jamming. We've been doing this for a long time, and our methods have only gotten better. There will be no help from the outside. Why? Why are you doing this? Because someone needs to keep people safe from her. All it takes is a sacrifice once a year in the place she once called home, and she no longer haunts the waterways beyond. You lure people here, so they will be taken? Usually it's those who won't be missed. Criminals, vagrants, runaways. I just want you to know, because it's not something we're proud of. We're trying to protect our families, our children. She's taken so many over the centuries. We cannot let it keep happening. Well, you made a big mistake this time. We're the goddamn haunt trackers. We disappear, people are gonna notice. I doubt it. No one watches your show. Fuck, he's right. We still got you on camera. That's a matter of cleaning up after you're gone. Maybe you're leaving this island. So why us? Like I said, we've been at this a long time. We've been doing research. It's amazing what genealogy you can learn if you do a little digging. With any luck, you'll be the last. The hell does that mean? It doesn't matter. I'm sorry, but your sacrifice will hopefully grant La Llorona some true solace and put an end to the cycle. Take comfort in that. He hung up. Fucker. What do we do? We're legit trapped. And she's coming this way? Screw this. Norm, are you crazy? They'll shoot you! Yo, Tony, I'm calling your bluff. You're not shooting to kill, so put your fucking money where your mouth is because I'm going across. I'm Norman fucking Bledsoe. I face literal demons. You think you can scare me? What? Norm! Norm! Help! Something's got me. Help! Norm! Shit! He got dragged under. I'm going after him. No! Manny, back up. Look, something's coming out of the water. They look like... Oh, God. They're kids! Dead kids! Run! Go! Where do we go? This way. She's coming from that way! The church. Run to the church! We have to brace the door with something! Help me with this... Pew! <sighs> 
that works. Manny, those things, they killed Norm. Oh, God. I know. He's dead. They would have gotten us too if we hadn't run. Oh, Norm. We have to focus on keeping them out. Grab another pew. Right. What are we going to do? I don't think those things can get in. Balali, Lona. She's a ghost. She can pass through walls, right? I don't know what she's capable of. None of the stories I heard ever mentioned those ghoul kids out there. I think... Oh, God. I think they were all kids she drowned. There were dozens of them. Who is this even happening? Years of doing this ghost hunting shit and, and only now we get something this intense. Manny, I'm scared. I am too. The door! It won't hold forever. We have to do something. Like what? If what Tony said was true, they've got this trap down to a science. He said we were different. That we were hopefully the last sacrifices. Why would he say that? What makes us different? God damn it. Of course. Manny? Ah! I have an idea. Help me grab those things that Norm brought back for an ofrenda. We need to set up for an altar. What are we doing? It's me. It's like what Norm was doing all over again. But worse. Tony mentioned genealogy. They must have... They must all have info we don't. But, yeah. I think... They think... I have an ancestral connection to the village. Uh, are you sure? Not a hundred percent. But it seems likely. I doubt it was Norm. And you. I'm mostly Irish and German. So that leaves me... I don't know much about my family history, especially that many generations back, but it's likely. All right. There's a motive, but that doesn't really help our situation. It might. This might. It's a hunch, but we have to try. Do we have anything to light these candles? Here. There were matches in the bag. They're they're getting through! We almost got this. I hope this is right. There's a lot of specifics missing. And it's... It's been a long time since I've met an ofrenda. But... Here. Make a trail of some of these flower petals to the door. I'm not getting anywhere near those things! Holly! Please! Alright! But this had better work. Fuck! They're coming through! Get behind me! Oh god! She's here too! Maria! Detente! Buenas noches. Tengo una ofrenda para ti. Por favor, acéptala, Maria. Y quédate en paz. No abres paz. Una ofrenda no detiene mi odio hacia ti, Hernando. Mis hijos adoptivos te destrozarán. What is she saying? No soy Hernando. Él ha estado muerto por mucho tiempo. Mi nombre es Manuel Mendoza. Eres de tu sangre. Entonces, déjame remedir tu dolor. No puedes remediarlo. Él me quitó a mis hijos. Es porque estoy muerta y olvidada. No soy su ancestro, María. No soporto su pecado. Pero mataste a mi amigo. Igual que mataste a tus hijos. ¡Es mentira! ¡Una mentira! Él es el responsable. Asesinó a mis hijos y le dijo a la ciudad que yo lo hice. ¡Nadie me creyó! ¿Yo? Te, Te creo. ¿Por qué? Porque las historias dicen que te dejó por otra mujer. Era un hombre malo y te trató mal. Yo no amaba. Manny. I think it's working. She told me her husband framed her, that he was the one that killed her children. Oh my God. Why? I don't know. She hasn't told me. Keep her talking. Sure. Maria? 
Tus hijos adoptivos ¿Todavía ahogaron a mi amigo? Actúan por su cuenta Piense que algunos eran mis hijos Cuando los lleva al río Ahora me siguen Y buscan nuevos amigos ¿No hiciste que lo hicieran? ¿Quieren hacerme feliz? Así que traen a otros al río ¡Oh! Solo quiero que vuelvan mis hijos ¿Quiénes eran? ¿Cuáles eran sus nombres? No recuerdo. She doesn't remember the name of her twins. Ask her if that's why she's here. ¿Es por eso que vuelves aquí, María? Todos los días de los muertos comienzo aquí de nuevo. Pero el río podría habernos llevado a cualquier parte. She starts her search here every day of the dead. But she doesn't know where the river took her children. Can't we just tell her they're not here? They're dead. She's not going to find them. I think that would be a bad idea. Then maybe she just doesn't know what to look for. If she can't remember, and she just drowns in indiscriminately... Wait. I got it. Holly? Just make sure she or her ghouls don't attack me while I do this. All right. Maria, mi amiga tal vez te pueda ayudar. That's what I like to know. I can't believe I'm doing this. Jeez! Holly! Your camera! It's the only thing I could use to break the display glass safely. Just let me get this. Maria? I... Um... This book... Uh... Manny, I don't like the way she's looking at me! Help! Ella quiere darte este libro. Contiene la historia de este pueblo. Ah, uh, por favor. Sí. Okay, she has it now. If it's just the church record, then it should have the names of her children in it. I just hope she can read. I really hope this works. Alonso, Lupita, mis hijos. kids are still here. I don't know what's worse. Where's the book? She took it with her. Oh, thank God they're leaving too. Where are they going? Who cares? They're not interested in us anymore. That was inspired, Holly. Thank you. All I did was break a really expensive camera and grab a book. You were the one that did all the talking. That was really brave. Thank you. I'll help replace the camera. Sure, but after this, I think I'm done with ghost hunting. God damn it, Manny. Norm's dead. Yeah, I know. There wasn't anything we could have done. Oh, what now? Just don't go out much further. Can you see anything? No, but the sound carries in the desert. Wait. Oh, fuck. No. Get inside. There we go. Almost there. Oh, we made it. We made it. Yeah, you were right. This side is shallower. But now, we're on the wrong side from the van. We need to find a boat or a bridge. There's gotta be one nearby. Considering no one shot us on the way here, I think we're in the clear. They're dead, aren't they? They were going to kill us, Holly. There was no way they would have let the secret out otherwise. I just can't help but feel like it's our fault. Like, did we do the right thing by giving La Llorona... What she wanted? I believe it. I'm not so sure how much of what you told me is true. But I want to believe she was wronged. That Hernando really was responsible for the death of her children. And that ultimately, she was innocent. But 
If what Tony said was true, did we just unleash her on the rest of the world again? I don't know. I'm not sure we'll ever know. Maybe something in those journals will help us. Maybe. I'll have a chance to study them later. No one's going to believe us. What are we going to tell the people about Norm? We'll think of something. If anything, we'll see the Haunt Trekkers have disbanded. Officially. And unofficially? We can't just walk away from this and allow La Llorona to continue as she is. Both for her sake and others. I think the Haunt Trekkers need to track only one specific haunt from here on. I don't know if I can. I mean, you don't have to. But we're the closest to this. We have the best chance of finding a way to put La Llorona to rest. And stop her and her adopted children from hurting any more people. Don't do this because you feel guilty about what your ancestors did. No. That's not why. It's like I've been saying. I'm not my ancestry. I'm Manny. And this is Manny's decision. I'm asking for you to help me. Because I trust you. I couldn't do this alone. I'll think about it. Alright? Let's worry about getting back to the van first. Can do. Where do we go after that? Why not Albuquerque? I heard they have a good Dia de los Muertos festival in the area. Um, hey, wouldn't it rather get all stormy? Oh great, you've really riled it up now. Aha! Yes, a breakthrough. Ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between. Behold, with the final tremors of this last story hanging in the air, we have caught the attention of the zeitgeist itself. That churning storm of possibility and thought from which all shades are born and to which they may someday return now blots the sky over the carnival. Awake, indeed. Well, I guess I'm kind of impressed. But this doesn't mean what I think it means, right? Only one way to find out. Now, listeners, this is what we need you for. You, who have been here for Midnight Marinara through thick and thin, concentrate. Call out with your thoughts. Evoke the spirit of the show. The feeling, joy, and terror you get from a dark and sinister tale. The thrill of a story that sticks in your mind when the night comes and makes your skin crawl when the lights go out. The insidious way a haunting melody or a startling sound makes your blood freeze in your veins. Hold that feeling, for that is what he is. The being known once as the Emissary, and more recently as the Pastache, has never truly left you. He is there even now, in the store. Wait, he's not really gone? <laughs> I get it. He's hanging on because of Midnight Marinera. He's lost his mainstream pool, but as long as people listen, he can't become completely irrelevant. Yes. As we both suspected, he could not be completely undone. Not while Midnight Marinera carried on. Now it is up to you. Call to him. Bring him back. It worked! You're here! Welcome back, old friend. How do you feel? In in fact, I think the plan actually worked. Well, you're here now, aren't you? (laughs) That I am. It's good to see you, all of you. Brother, I missed you! I thought you were gone for good! Well, almost all of you. 
It's alright, Oregano. And I actually felt kind of bad because I was going to let people know that Afternoon Alfredo was going to be the new Creepypasta radio play show. And all the stories were going to be their favorite character ships and all the wacky shenanigans at Slenderman's mansion. But since you're here... Oregano, that's why it was almost undone, you realize. It's not my fault people like to take scary things and make them all cute and silly. It is what it is. Creepypasta is a joke now. Hardly anyone takes it seriously. But we take you seriously, handsome. And it's seriously good to see you back in essence. Oh, feelings mutual, lady killer. Oh, I'm sorry about what happened to Dr. Hack. That was my fault. No worries. He got better. From death? It's not the first time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Good point. We could say the same about you, Pasta Shade. Well, if it weren't for the stories being presented, I would have vanished a long time ago. I was both one with the zeitgeist and not, feeling my essence get pulled back into the ephemeral, and yet, my consciousness remained. I could feel the shivering vibrations of the place as they came to be, and with each, I felt myself energized just a little more. That last one, and the pull from you and the listeners, must have made the zeitgeist decide I was worthy to remain. I'm surprised I did not change. At least, not much. So, there was a change? There was. I am no longer an embodiment of creepypasta, I can say. There are others who the zeitgeist have chosen, for good or for ill, that represent what the kind of storytelling has become. I maintain my form and my old name, but now my sphere is simply Midnight Marinera. I return to serve you, my intrepid listeners, the finest macabre dishes I can find, no matter where they come from, because you, in turn, served me and kept me from a sad nothingness. For that, I am forever grateful. It was a gambit to be certain, but we pulled it off. Sir? Oh, Claude's here too. Indeed, sir. The entire staff will be pleased to learn of your return, and that I may now pass my mantle back to you. But sir, we would like to know what to do next. As you can imagine, the Lardras are still- Save it for later, Claude, old boy. The night is still young, and Pasta Shade has only just come back. Business can wait until after Halloween, wouldn't you say? You know? Yes, I agree. I've been cooped up in the zeitgeist for a year. It would be nice to be a part of my own wake. Claude, your last act as maitre d' is to tell the staff to get to vacation. Throw open the kitchen doors, undo their shackles, and let them loose on the world for a spell. They worked hard. I think they deserve a haunting spree. Yes, sir. I will inform the sous chef. Delightful. Now come along, fellow shades. The carnival awaits. Fun! I love carnivals! Do you have a petting zoo? You know, it would be nice to have a good-looking shade on my arm during all this. Care to join me? Gladly. Just give me one moment. Intrepid listeners, thank you once again for your support of Midnight Marinera, and for your part in bringing me back from the brink. I do not know quite what the future holds, but I can promise you that our next dishes will be served with the care and quality we hope you've come to expect from us. And, until next we convene, pleasant dreams. <laughs> Midnight Marinera is written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode featured the voices of, in order of appearance, David King as Claude and the Pasta Shade, Michael Malconian as the Ringmaster, Robin King as Oregano, Kira Buckland as the Lady Killer, Abysme as Norman Bledsoe, Matt Hawley as Attendant, Chelsea Caracosa as Holly Parker, Carlos Moreno as Manny Mendoza, Fabian Alonso as Tony, and Talia Cole as La Llorona. Written by David King, with consulting from Jesse Said Reyes, Carlos Moreno, and Talia Cole. Music samples by Captain Insanity, Kevin McLeod, Tamara Zanioglu, and the Latino Hits Orchestra. The ending theme is by John King. Do all good things really have to come to an end? That's certainly not the case here if you subscribe to this podcast and leave us some feedback with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
You can also email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. And hey, if you'd like to give a little extra to the show and ensure Halloween lasts forever, at least in this pocket of the web, consider becoming a patron and supporting our Patreon with a small monthly donation. This episode's epitaph. In loving memory, Captain Jack Brickle. Only this marker remains, for he was buried at sea with his vast fortune and a hideous pirate's curse to any that might disturb his waterlogged sleep. Rest in peace. <laughs>